0: Hi, this is Kate Daly. I'm so excited, you guys. The first ever commemorative and limited edition Kate Daly Show coin is here. And I am hoping that you will act to purchase one or several for family, for friends, for yourself. These are real silver coins uh, worth about $40, $45. And this is a way to invest in silver, which they say is going to go through the roof, and also to support free speech to support the show and if you listen to my show and you love what we do and you know how seriously we take this we are not bought and sold we are not told what to say by any corporation we're completely independent this money goes right to the show and it will help the show grow and also have a security for the show so we can keep the show going this is a special fundraiser limited edition only for a short time for the show, and I hope you take part in it. It's a beautiful coin modeled after the flowing hair dollar. This is a, a side picture of a woman, uh, long flowing hair. It was the first coin ever minted in the United States when the United States became the United States. And I celebrate that history with you. And the reason I wanted it to be minted after that coin as a reminder to be faithful and be fearless as they were back in 1794. And a reminder of to what this country is about and where we need to get this country back to is a country that we know listens to the Constitution, obeys the Constitution again. I'm so grateful for this you can find it at katedallyradio.com you can the, the link is right at the top of the homepage katedallyradio.com or you can go katedallyshow.com forward slash coin and you can go in purchase the coin super easy to do and I thank you from the bottom of my heart for helping the show for helping truth and helping us get the, these messages out there thank you thank you for supporting the show and thank you for acting not just listening but acting and doing something that's going to mean a lot to truth in radio. Thank you.
1: Hi, this is Ryan from Inside Out Hyperbarics, and today I'm on the radio to say thank you to all of our clients who have allowed us to be part of their healing journeys, from helping those suffering from traumatic brain injury and chronic pain disorders, to those with symptoms of autoimmune or the lingering effects of COVID-19 long haulers. It's been an honor you put faith in us to help you through some of your toughest times. So to give back, we will be running monthly specials to celebrate our upcoming six-year anniversary. To find these specials, check us out on the web at InsideOutHyperbarics.com. Inside Out Hyperbarics, bringing out the best in Think, while it's still legal, the Kate Deli Show starts now. Everything's automated now. We have email and the post office at the same time. We're going to have to explain that. You'd be like, Grandpa, what was paper? You'd write your little letter on a piece of paper, and then you'd fold it up and put it inside of another piece of paper that had a little door on it called an envelope. Some people called it an envelope. Those people were lunatics. <laughs> and you'd take your letter to a dangerous, uncomfortable place called a post office. You'd wait around for hours in the lack of eye contact. <laughs> you finally got to talk to an angry misshapen man now, that man would sell you a little sticker you could put on your envelope and he'd lick it and get cancer and give it right back to him. that's when they would deliver my letter no son a bunch of stuff happened after that they'd shove it in a slot in the back wall where there were more angry people put it on an airplane who travel hither and yon across the country sometimes for weeks till someone finally discovered it was on the wrong aircraft and that's when they would deliver no son not yet that's when they would accidentally deliver it to the neighbor of the person that you sent it to in the first place then that man based on his relationship with his neighbor would decide whether or not that man was gonna get his mail.
0: I love that clip. So funny. Colin Mullen. Uh, Welcome, Kate Daly Show. Last hour on a Wednesday. You're officially halfway through your week. Congratulations. And uh, the headlines, the headline machine, it just keeps on coming. So I have Susan with me to go over some things that we do need to talk about today. And then, of course, a big thank you to Melissa for coming on as well. We had some great topics to cover there, too. And the post office, I played that clip because they have the new, you know, election ballot Section of the post office now fixes in people, and uh, yeah, the the it's just going to be. One hot mess after another, and it's never going to get fixed at this point. I don't think uh, no one's good, no one's willing to do what it takes. So, Susan, how are you? I am fantastic. I'm so glad. Such uh, a Liz, great day, Liz. Ch- it's it's so many memes. I'm on meme overload with Liz Cheney, and she comes from the diabolical, psycho, revenge, angry, um, Dick, uh, Cheney, and all the money in the world from the Bushes did not save her in that election unless they sacrificed one of their own uh, to Satan because they thought you know uh, we can lose Liz to make everybody feel like the elections are fair I'm not quite sure what happened but I do know that Wyoming did not like Liz and did not want Liz 38 points so, there you go she lost by 38 yeah. points oh my gosh it was like hugest since 1968 fourth biggest loss in history right and the fact that she is um, uh, let me just say they may, they might have even given Dominion arrest because, hey, maybe we actually got the true numbers. Yeah. they just really didn't want her. I know. A lot of people it's didn't lovely. want her.
2: Yes. And I, I was thinking back on Dick Cheney's commercial and I thought this reminds me of Smog, the dragon in The Lord of the Rings <laughs> and The Hobbit. Just this so creepy, fire breathing. Yeah. How dare you? Right. Yes. So there he he lost. But it was funny because. The liberals and rhinos who supported her came out with hilarious tweets. George Conway, he says, Whatever happens, Liz Cheney has won the general election for dignity, a race in which virtually none of her GOP colleagues could even compete. Oh, my gosh. Dignity. If, if Cheney is defeated today, I would not frame it as her losing. It's a loss for Wyoming, the Republican Party, and the nation. And it says, oh my Liz Cheney wasn't defeated tonight. She was unleashed. I have not yet begun to fight. I mean, these tweets went on and on. Oh, One geez. of them said that it is a historic event and that she will be remembered in history her concession speech will be studied by historians for
0: generations to come oh my god <laughs> what you can't even you can't, make that you up you can't now you know exactly who she is if the press is lavishing all this on her she is she is right there standing in the thick of uh supporting Then this new world order coming and uh, and that's why the Bushes were right there to help pay for her. And Dick Cheney even put on his cowboy hat and acted super angry. Um, And so as he stared at the camera without blinking, she actually identified herself as an Abraham Lincoln. um, That she was going to successfully after this loss, then uh, to mimic his life, go after the bid for presidency. She was the biggest martyr in the world to save this country. I think we need it saved from Liz. <laughs> not because of Liz. Oh my gosh. Hopefully she'll end up in the vast wasteland we call the the view. Well, they thought Democrats might cross over and vote for her. Mm-hmm. Apparently not. Apparently not. And there was big articles in the post about that. They yes. were they were saying, "Oh yes, they are definitely doing this." I mean, it was it's always interesting to get sort of the narrative because you're getting the narrative with all the lavish praise. So Jeez. funny. So funny. So, so funny. So sickening. All right, Uh, let's talk about sports, shall
2: we? Yeah. It's the fall. It is the fall. fall. I mean, going in. And I was talking to um, grandchildren Mm -hmm. about what sports they were playing. Right. But there was an article in 2018. It was called Parents. This was in the Chicago Tribune. Parents, Mm -hmm. resist the madness of organized sports for children. It says, if you're stressed out, Mm overscheduled, and fun-starved, If none of these three problems relates to your job, your finances, your health, or the fact that you're constantly forced to move between various mysterious small towns because you're hiding in the Federal Witness Protection Program, the odds are that organized children's sports might be ruining your life. Oh, so true. When you think about what parents
0: have to endure and how Saturdays, there can be up to four games on a Saturday. Yeah. Your vacations are gone. No family time. No. Coaches can be, I've met some of the most horrendous men that were coaches and had to deal with them. And it was quite awful to tell you the truth. Um, And it really had an effect on kids, um, how awful and immature and mean-spirited and awful they were to kids. I mean, having gone through that, I would say do not ever put your kids in organized sports anymore. There's rec sports that you can do that are fun. One person said
2: to her, to this author, um, inform me it costs $2,500 for 11-year-old girls to join the local competitive volleyball league. Mm -hmm. And it says that sounds deranged that you would do that. And it says kids are getting swept up by a youth sports economy that increasingly resembles the pros at early ages. Like everything has had this professional Mm -hmm. sheen to it instead of just the fun. But a guy wrote a book, James Breakwell, called Bare Minimum Parenting, The Ultimate Guide to Not Quite Ruining Your Child. Mm -hmm. And he said these amped up sports programs He said the only thing in the universe besides black holes that literally can destroy time. Your time is just sucked out by standing and watching these kids. So one of the injuries, one of the issues is the injuries. And another article also in the Chicago Tribune, it says arthritis at 30 youth sports injuries can turn into chronic problems. Doctors warn they are Mm -hmm. seeing younger and younger children with more and more extreme injuries uh one doctor said over the past 10 years you'd maybe see the occasional high school acl tear in your Mm -hmm. shoulder now you're seeing it in
0: 12 13 year olds with such injuries at 13 you're going to have arthritis when you're 30. oh my gosh well there was a reason that they didn't do this in elementary school and that organized sports were really part of the started becoming part of the curriculum in junior high on it was because the kids could participate in these things and they were seasonal and you did each sport seasonally. Then you had a break for three seasons. And if you played a couple sports, you played a couple seasons, but you still had breaks. Yes. And And now they're going at four years old. They are. They start them at
2: four. And they said, face it, your child is not playing soccer at four. They're running in circles on the field. They don't know what they're doing. No, they don't. And so this article also talked about a father um, who his son had an injury after throwing a baseball. He heard a crunch and then it was a break in his growth plate, in his (gasps) elbow. Ouch! So, you know, these are some very serious injuries. It says... They said we can fix these injuries. We can get you back to playing Mm -hmm. your sport. But what we can't do is prevent your arthritis in your knee. Then you're seeing young women in their 30s who can't keep up with their kids in the backyard. These are like permanent injuries. And you see older people in their 40s, 50s who played a lot Mm -hmm. of football or whatever. And
0: their joints are kind of a mess. Yeah. And why do they want to put them in so young? I don't know. Well, I think it's to to curate this sort of phenomenon that your kid's going to be the superstar. Your kid's going to be the next Michael Jordan. So it used to be that, that you would get into sports and it would get in about sixth grade. And then you would really start kind of getting into these sports. But then if you were really good, that sort of showed and then you moved on. But now it's about personal trainers and it's about all this stuff that the parents are doing. And we were talking before the show and like you said, they're focusing on one sport yes, year round now to have the
2: superstar to have the superstar right. and you know that is a thing in like Russia and China mm-hmm. where they cultivate these very young superstars now another we are. another doctor said it's an epidemic sports specialization one sport has led to almost an epidemic in sports injuries doctor elizabeth matzkin said she said i'm seeing kids from 7 on up for overuse injuries they come in the form of sprains breaks stress fractures and other problems that increase pain at a much younger age. Mm-hmm. And so these kids are at risk for even more injuries once they've injured this. And I think one of the reasons I was so hesitant when my kids wanted to play football is I just thought, how can I condone this? <laughs> right. How can I condone yeah. this? And then there is the hilarious story about the, the transgender person Mm -hmm. who wants to join the women's rugby team. Now women's rugby Mm -hmm. is like football. I mean, you're getting tackled but I can't imagine what it's going to be like for injuries when you're being tackled by somebody who's 220 pounds or 200 pounds. Right, right. You know, the bone crushing injuries, it said um, so these professional trainers said kids should cross train but um, they shouldn't and there should be limits, and that they, they should be kids. I know,
0: I know, we're missing that. They need to be kids.
2: Well, and they said honestly, you are missing time at home. Yeah, just relaxing, sleeping in Saturday mornings, being around family. Mm-hmm. That it has all become this yep. extroverted lifestyle
0: where you are not just sitting Traveling. home together traveling all the time. I mean, the the stress insane. Like, look at competitive cheer even. I mean, it's traveling everywhere all the time. It's a money machine. It is a money machine. Yeah. And so it's just a lot to be
2: aware of and to really ask your kids, are you really enjoying this or yeah. how do you feel about
0: this? Because you got the parents on the sidelines going, get them, you know, <laughs> the right. Poor little four year olds like, what, what do I do? What do I do? You yeah. Know? Yeah, and, yeah. And I just, I cringe. It's cringe-worthy. And, uh, and well, like I said, I had to deal with horrific coaches, the most horrific men I've ever had to deal with. And it was hard. It was so hard as a parent. And I just, if I could do it all over again, I would not be in that position again because i just was it was it was it was hard to watch these men and and the nightmare that they were it was really tough i can so say I really the only navigate it. the only fist fight i ever saw mm. was between two coaches
2: after a softball game
0: oh <laughs> my <laughs> gosh mine was more about how they treated yes uh, the kids yeah. yeah and it wasn't because you know they were wussy it was you know the kids it was because the coaches were that rude and mean and mean spirit and immature it was awful awful i wouldn't want to relive that be right back kate Dallas show